The following production is part of the We Be Geeks Podcast Collective. Society of Geeks. I'm your host, Eric, and this is going to be another edition of the, the Star Wars, Wars Chronological Rewatch Experiment 2.0. And that means, of course, that I have assembled with me my very own Jedi Council, consisting of two of my co-hosts from the Wiki Radio podcast, Mike and Ken. Hello, gentlemen. Hello. Your only co-host from Wiki Radio. That's yeah. true. Yeah. yeah. So we're stretching the we're stretching New England a little bit by having us on here. <laughs> true. Um and of course we also have you know him, you love him. He is from the monthly comics cast and soon to be um something else special, which I won't mention yet. Uh <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's the cosmic comic guru Dario. What's up, Dario? Hey everybody. All right, so um the original plan was to watch The Phantom Menace, but we just couldn't bring ourselves to do it yet. So we watched something even better. Uh, we really did Phantom Menace. <laughs> we we did mean, watch um, Phantom Menace. Excuse me, Attack of the Clones. Episode three, and we're already off the rails and in a weird <laughs> and a strange place. <laughs> well, um, so as of this recording, last week was officially Life Day, which is the Wookiee celebration of, you know, life and stuff so <laughs> well, they, they walk across stuff. the blue screen <laughs> so of course that means that it was a perfect time for us to watch the star wars holiday special even though technically I don't know about you guys but it was the annual rewatch of the star wars holiday special <laughs> yeah. um even though technically it's out of order for chronologically for us but you know what it's the holiday, so we decided well, to go the, for it. This has no chronological place. Yeah. Although, <laughs> yes, exactly. I watched another interview with Bruce Valanche today after I finished watching the holiday special, and supposedly, I don't remember if he told us on Wookiee Radio, but supposedly the idea, the general concept of this was supposed to be a movie that he was that George was going to make at some point. One of his ten films that he was going to make or whatever. He was guaranteed to make six, but he had like four more that he would probably would never make. And supposedly the concept for this was one of those other four. I don't know how accurate that is, but that's according to Bruce Valanche, and he helped write this thing. So interesting. I'm sure yeah. B. Arthur was always going to be in it, no matter what. <laughs> hey, her song was her idea. She's like, if I'm going to do it, I want to sing. Yeah. You know, I'll, I'll take, I'll take, Art, I will have taken Art Carney. It was no problem. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, Art Carney was great. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Um. Maybe. Maybe cut down some of Harvey Corman's rule uh, roles a little bit, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but that's Harvey Corman. I know, I know. He always plays seventeen different people. Mm. So the holiday special, as as uh, mentioned, it's technically not in in uh, chronological order anywhere. Although it is, it does involve the cast of the original trilogy, and we are technically in the prequels era right now. So whatever yeah well the, this this film would actually fall between um star wars and empire yeah that's what i figured yeah so it did technically come out after star wars especially since any of the um spaceship battles anything on the death star that they show is all reworked stuff from yeah <laughs> exactly i love the scene with darth vader walking down the hallway with the imperial <laughs> officer and it's the exact same scene from a new hope yep. they just reported the dialogue yeah yeah they didn't even try to match up the empire, the um, officer's lips with the dialogue at all. No, he didn't even try to make it look like he was saying it. No. <laughs> That's well, like, I love when they. Well, I know we're kind of jumping ahead here, but I love when they get to Tatooine. All they do is show like the stuff they didn't include. Didn't include. Like, yeah, all the, yeah. Yeah. All the cutting room floor stuff that wasn't in there, but it <laughs> has since been added thanks to the magic of yeah. messing around. <laughs> right. So. Um, as we like to do, uh, let's start off with our good, our bad, and our nitpicky. This is going to be an interesting one. Uh, 
<laughs> so we like to end with the good, so we'll go backwards and start with our nitpickies. Uh, let's see. Um, let's go with Ken. What do you got? I'm trying to think what would actually be nitpicky. <laughs> I should have pretty thought, thought about this beforehand, but um, there was something. <laughs> All right, we'll move on. Oh, the one um, oh. <laughs> Lumpy's toy upstairs. After he opens it up, you look at it and find it is like, wait a minute. Anybody? No, I was a little old for it, but I recognize what the toy is like. Wasn't that like an electronics um, workshop kit that they for just generally was a kid's toy in the 70s? I think it was. Probably. <laughs> it was, yeah. I looked at it. I, I, I vaguely remember it. Circuits and stuff. Yeah. Well, they had to get it from somewhere. <laughs> yeah. They didn't even doctor it. I was looking at the technology so like in this and I was, thinking, yeah. I was thinking, oh, this isn't even like cool matching technology <laughs> to the movie. A lot no, of this stuff is. I know, like, right? So oh, weird. the hollow so table. Weird. Did you see the hollow table? There was three positions on it. Each one had two cassette decks in it. <laughs> it was just standard, the, the old school cassette deck, which had the buttons, the tape, and then the speaker all on the top. Oh, yeah. yeah. It had two of those yeah, in each yeah. of those little bays. <laughs> the speakers were hidden up underneath the table. Other than that, the cassette and the buttons were sitting sticking out. <laughs> New meaning to the word data tape. Yeah. yeah. No kidding. Yeesh. Don't they know that, okay, that cassettes are, are uh, passe now? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, how about you, Mike? What do you got? I don't think the cast was high enough. That's my nitpicky. <laughs> Despite what Bruce says. Yeah, I know. Right? That maybe we weren't high enough watching it. <laughs> yeah, maybe. I was, I was I explaining too. this to somebody at the store yesterday, and I said, there's a whole middle segment with an animated feature with Boba Fett. I go, and I guarantee you, everybody was on Coke. <laughs> they do that. It's so bad. Although, if you watch it, you can see in the animation style and in the like, um, in the way they did like uh, C three PO, you can see what they were going to do with droids ten years later. Yeah, because yeah. yep. three PO looks like he came right out of droids and dropped him into this. Yep. Yeah. And that was um, speaking. Well, of that, that's the same way when we see him appear in the, in the droids cartoon. Oh, is he in droids? I got to go back yeah. and watch the whole thing. I've seen bits and pieces of it. When I was a kid, I I loved Ewoks, but for some reason, I it just my, my brain clicked as a kid that, wait, this can't be right. Mm-hmm. It's a, it fit into Star Wars. <laughs> I never watched either the droids or Ewoks when I was growing up. Oh, really? Ewoks. Like, I was like, I would think I was pretty much in like 17 or 18, and it was just off my radar. Oh, yeah, that would make sense. Yeah, I was like 10, so it was perfect. It was right in my wheelhouse. I I don't remember how old. Um, yeah, and the, <laughs> the animation style. Um, that was just straight Nirvana. I yeah. love the animation style. All their stuff looked like but that. I feel like it really is a product of like late 70s, yep. you know, acid influence. Oh, yeah. Art. Yeah. I think they're the, they're the only animation company I can think of that has that style. Mm. Yeah. Who did it? It was very similar to like heavy metal and some of that stuff. Too. Yeah, yep. that's why I agree with that. 100%. Exactly. Yeah. Um, I found it funny that poor Han Solo couldn't seem to open his eyes through the whole thing. Yeah. That and did Han and Luke both had their faces stretched. Yes. Luke had giant eyes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, and well, that um, what? Well, we'll get to it when we get to it. <laughs> One other weird thing about the cartoon was I noticed that C three PO was blinking. Yes, <laughs> I, I think he does in droids as well. Probably. All right. So cast not high enough. You got it. Um. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's my that's my biggest nitpicky. Dario, what do you got? Um, they mispronounced Kashyyyk. Yeah, they did. Did they ever? I don't actually even know what they Kashyyyk. called it. What? I don't think they ever actually called said Kashyyyk. They yeah, they called that one. There's one named, officer that called that they calls it, it they but called, he doesn't call it Kashyyyk. He calls like, it something else like different. Yeah, like Kashuk or Kashuk or something yeah, like that. Yeah, it was weird. like Kashuk. Yeah. I heard that. I'm like, what? And I just wrote it down real yep. quick. I'm like, I don't know what this said. <laughs> that's, uh, that's, um, that's one thing that I've always known about the, the special. They never call the planet the right thing. I think they only say it like once, though, but it's, yeah, it's an yeah. Imperial and he calls it Kashuk. <laughs> it's just like, what? <laughs> yeah. And the other, thing, the other thing is that Art Carney uh, is, is anxiously awaiting. Wookie Ookies. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but that this that's made it a long ways because um the the wasn't the first um Star Wars cookbook actually to make cookies and that was actually one of the cookies in it. 
Oh, maybe. Probably. Yeah, <laughs> it, was, it was Wookie I think cookies, it was a yeah. cookie cookbook to start with, and that was one of the cookies in it. And this was years ago. Yeah, but <laughs> just calling it Wookie Wookies, it's like, what? what? <laughs> I don't want to eat that. <laughs> How about that Phantom Surprise? Yeah. 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 Yeah, right. You yeah, have to have right. four arms to make it. <laughs> Stir, whip, beat, whisk. Stir, whip. <laughs> Oh, wait, we did that wrong week. Restart. <laughs> that was crazy. Again, the great Harvey Corman. Um, uh, yeah, so those are good. I think for me, for nitpicks, oh, there's a few. <laughs> but I think I'm going to go with um, the one of the Imperial. Oh, there actually is two of them in this regards. Uh, one of them is the, the black, the Imperial with the black helmet. Um, every time... <laughs> They never showed him actually speaking. They like showed him from behind, so like it was it was pre-recorded or whatever, and it it wasn't actually him speaking. It was so weird. It just jarred me every time. I'm like, hey, which one? The one in the house or the one in the trading post? The one in the house. Oh, okay. Um, I think the one in the trading post might have done a couple times too, but he, yeah, they did a lot of filming like from the back of his helmet deal, but he did talk. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and then the other thing is. It was driving me nuts the way the stone troopers were holding their blaster rifles. <laughs> well, you could obviously tell they couldn't see out of their helmets. When yeah, he tells oh, them to search the house, they're just like fumbling around. <laughs> well, they're not the only ones that couldn't see. If you remember the first scene, you see Lumpy when he walks up to the steps. Before he comes down the steps, he stops, looks at the top step really closely, and then starts jumping down the steps. Yeah. <laughs> but he made sure he stopped for like 30 seconds to make sure he knew where that first step was before he jumped. Yeah. Ah, uh, good stuff. And then, um, oh, that, uh, go ahead. I was going to say, Lumpy was, was played by um, a, a circus actress. It wasn't Paul Williams? No, it, it was not. It should have been. <laughs> Could have been. It wasn't. Um, I'm trying to find the cast list. Very good. Lumpy was uh, Patty Maloney, and she was best known as Honk from Far Out Space Nuts. Oh, I'm, a, I'm aware of that show. <laughs> and she was uh, did the voice of Darla Hood in the TV animated series The Little Rascals. Oh, okay. Hey, did Sid and Marty Croft do Faro Pit Space Nuts? Yes. I think, so. yep. I, think I think Marty Croft died today. Ooh, did he? Really? Yeah, one of them died today. Yeah. Oh, I didn't even know that. Hmm. Yeah. See, I'm old enough to remember the very end of the Sid and Marty Croft stuff. <laughs> Oh, Very little stuff. of it. <laughs> Sid and Marty Croft. Oh. All you missed was all you missed was really good weed. That's all you missed. Yeah, <laughs> yeah Marty Marty Croft passed away today. He was the oh, younger shame. of the two. Oh, shame. Well, Eighty six. Condolences to family, friends, and fans, which uh, I certainly am one. Yes, fan. I'm not really Absolutely. a friend, but it is friend. But it's... <laughs> anyway, you never accepted my Facebook. Facebook. <laughs> he still, he still owed me money. <laughs> um. Anyway. Um. So there we go. There's some good nitpickies. Uh. As I said, I'm sure you know there's more, but you could go on all night about them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that That's, this whole show episode is just going to be a matter because even the bad stuff was fun. Yeah, mostly, mostly, <laughs> mostly. There's only one spot that gets really, really creepy and uncomfortable. <laughs> only one, and the song, and the song actually wasn't terrible. It's just the way they presented it. <laughs> All right, so let's get to our bads. So Ken, what do you got for bad? I was I had one a minute ago because I was thinking about it when we were talking about other stuff. Oh. Mark Hamill's look. Yeah. Something that, did he have a wig on or something? It just, so it, that very not, first scene where they call him. I yeah, was that's thinking, what I'm talking about. Oh, it's like, was he wearing a wig or way too much makeup? I know yeah, that. Well, definitely. Was, wasn't he at the time doing uh, the Brit, the big red one? Possibly. I don't know. Possibly. I thought it was because he had hair, that. Yeah, the hair he side car accident? way off. He did, but I don't remember if that was before or after the special, the car accident. This is before the car accident. It, it may have been because of the special. <laughs> I thought they couldn't <laughs> get him for the special, so you just got, they got, um, um, what's her name? Sally Duncan to do it? I don't think that's her name. <laughs> Sally Duncan? No, the girl that played Peter Pan. I can't remember her name. Oh, Sandy Duncan. Sandy Duncan. Yeah. Like, is that a girl? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if it was a wig or not, but it was definitely a bad hairdo. 
Well, he had like he had so much makeup on. Oh he yeah, yeah. Yep. It's just the whole thing. And um, I saw an actual. Re- I was watching a really, really good transfer of it on YouTube. Like it looked like it was brand new. I, the one yeah, I saw. So the one I saw was pretty good too. Still, it was like his scene. There was two. One, the smoke was in there the whole time. <laughs> that one and Carrie Fisher. The two of those. It's almost like the um, they had something smudged on the lens of the camera. <laughs> yeah, they have. Someone oh. forgot to clean the lens. I just remembered another nitpick. In the beginning, when they were introducing everybody on the show, they introduced, you know, Mark Hamill as Luke, uh, Carrie Fisher as Leia, blah, blah, Peter Mayhew as Chewbacca, um, and they introduced the names of all the other ones. But then when they got the Arthur, they did Anthony Daniels, but when they got the Arthur D2, it was just Arthur D2 as himself. I thought the same thing, but for, I think for the longest time, they they didn't acknowledge the actor inside. It was just they tried to kind yeah. of make him yeah. come yeah. up as well. Both, both R two three PO for a long time were billed as R two three PO. Yeah, I'm surprised yeah. they said Anthony Daniels in it. I know, but they did, and then they just said R two D two. I'm like, come on. Well, yeah, but in the in the first film in in Star Wars, I mean, it says Anthony Daniels as C three PO. Yeah, yeah, it does. Yeah, I think he's got Kenny Baker as R two D two too in the credits. Does, yeah. yeah, yeah. So unless somehow Kenny unless Baker Kenny Baker would... wasn't in R two for this one, maybe because. Yeah. Dude, basically just rolled back and forth and spun the dome. That was it. Maybe yeah. He maybe didn't have was, to do anything. Maybe it was a remote control or something. Um, when they showed that scene with him and Luke and all that smoke, all I could think of was the anti-smoking commercial that him and C three PO did. Yes, I remember <laughs> that. Oh wow. <laughs> that R two had a lot more. Um, did a lot more stuff in this with his arms and things than he's ever, than he ever did in the movies that we saw. I know. Right? Yeah. <laughs> all right, um, Mike. What, what happens you, when? What? What happens when you? When you're that high and you loosen up droids' arms. <laughs> yeah, what do you think all that smoke was in that scene? <laughs> <laughs> all right, Mike, what do you got for under the bad cat category? Under the bad, every hologram act. Yeah. Whether it was Dion Warwick, <laughs> Jefferson Who? Starship. Dion Warwick wasn't in this. Uh, Diane uh, Carroll. Diane in Carol. this. Yeah, oh yeah, Diane Carroll, yeah. And I saw the first act you see in the whole thing didn't get the cre- didn't get any major credit. But it was, such, was just it was circus performers, crazy. right? No, yeah. that was Cirque du Soleil. No, it was, it was not. Only like two or three years old. No, yes, it was. No, it was only it was two not, to three not. years old because, well, no, Bruce Valanche in the interview I just talked heard said it was the Cirque du Soleil was like two or three years old. Period. When they and they came in to do this, huh. so no one even knew who they were yet. That was Cirque du Soleil. Crazy. Because the first thing I said when I saw that is like, dude, that looks like Cirque du Soleil's act type of act. Bruce Valanche, according to Bruce Valanche, that's who that was. But that whole, yeah, that whole scene was really, really bad. See, I didn't mind the performances because of the way they framed them as actually entertainment stuff on different entertainment devices. If they just cut, like a normal variety show, would just cut to that and then went back to the main story, it'd have been weird. Yes, definitely. Right. So it wasn't like jarring or anything because it actually worked its way into as part of the story, even though it was a weird type of entertainment for each of them. Mm. Well, it's the seventies. It was very much the era of variety shows, and they threw yes, it in there. It was. You find anything on that, Mike? No, I'm not. I, I remember seeing something, but it was I, everything. I was, <sighs> in the meantime, uh, we'll move on to you, Dario. What would you put under your bad category? I kind of have to agree with Mike. I mean, I think that all the all the hologram sequences were were way too long. I mean, literally, to me, this is an hour and a half, and. Every time I've watched this, and I've watched it over the last, like, you know, my my lifetime, I probably watched it like four or five times. It always feels like it's three hours long. It just doesn't want to end. I know. It's like, ugh. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. <laughs> Dario, did you say that they were too long? Yeah. That's what she said. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I had to do that. <laughs> and it's and I think it's kind of weird, the, um, the cartoon of Boba Fett was very odd i mean there were it was like yeah what's our plot gonna be we're looking for a talisman of invisibility what (laughs) (laughs) no right like what 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 (laughs) and then the whole thing with with um where boba fett was actually not just working for vader but they were like at one point they were buds they were like 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 vader like boba fett and luke are like hey chum hey pal (laughs) (laughs) at one point they called boba fett Vader's right hand man, and I was like, "What? <laughs> no!" Well, if you remember, originally he wasn't supposed to be a Mandalorian; he was supposed to be a super uh, super yeah. stormtrooper. True. Yeah, when they first yeah. made his, his armor and all that, yeah, because the original armor was all white. Yeah, 
with the prototype, but it wasn't until the cartoon do we get color in the armor. Did you see the um, the footage they have of him at the parade where they first showcased yep. his armor? Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's pretty funny. That that's like the first the first people saw Boba Fett. In yeah, the I mean, how many kids were like, "What is that?" Yeah, like, we don't know yet. We even we don't know yet. <laughs> but here it is. Maybe that's why he was so popular for so long because he's just really cool looking. But yeah, each talent all. <laughs> he had his Mandalorian pockets in his pants. <laughs> <laughs> don't we all? Um, <laughs> um, all right, so that'll bring me to my bad, and uh, my bad is gonna be um, the whole thing. <laughs> I mean, it's bad, but um, but really, the bad thing for me is the 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 whole scene between between the Wookiee family and it's so long. It's just them so growling at each other. Long. <laughs> If it was not, if it was shorter, it would have been you know kind of fun and interesting. You know that's cool, but it was just so long. Yeah, yeah. There's like ten ten minutes of interaction between Wookies just growling at each other. Yeah, just growling. And they needed to have um, what's the name, Art Carney, Cor- and more often that way they had someone to talk off of. Yes, yes. And like it, when he was in there, it didn't feel as bad because every time they said something, he would either say either react to it so you knew what they was right. Or he would, um, or he would specifically translate them. Right, there'd be one way or another. There'd be some attempt to at least translate what they were saying. Although I thought I was becoming a Wookiee or something, because um, at the very beginning, when um, Lumpy is arguing with his mom about taking the trash out, I almost understood that argument. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. And and when. When he went upstairs to his room after the Imperials messed it up, I kind of understood that a little too, and I was like, "Oh, <laughs> speaking of which, I really love that Bantha t- stuffed animal." I really, I was like, "Oh, I want one of those," and then he ripped its that, head off, and I was like, "That was a really good prop." I saw that, that I was, thought yeah. the same thing. I'm that like, was "That's really cool." cool. <laughs> then now you get your off. now you get your own on Build a Bear. <laughs> oh, that's right. I forgot about that. So he has one. It, is it? Uh, I don't know if it is it the same size around or that thing was pretty big I don't know, this this pretty good size you know what they need to do you know when you go to the malls and stuff you see those um animals you can ride on and they'll drive around oh yeah yes it goes out of banthas yeah big banthas tauntauns and rancors yes oh that would <laughs> yeah. be awesome except i want a real four-legged creature to do that with but still do except oh yeah do backs yeah yeah uh what what's the only what's, <laughs> what's the uh the one that Obi Wan's riding in Revenge of the Sith. Eopi. Eopi, yeah. Yeah, oh yeah. Once again, Tatooine. Why is it that Tatooine's the only country, or the only world we've seen that has creatures that you ride around like that on? Like even Quill is that? No, yeah, he was riding a two-legged blur. Yeah. Yep. Because it's a desert. Well, the, <laughs> like, Naboo, the uh, the Gungans ride something. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, the smaller ones are all two-legged. I think they're Cadus or something like that. I think so. And then the big like ones that yeah. hold the shield generators are four-legged, but those are so big that it's like not going to be the same. Try, try to drive that around them all. <laughs> yeah. I would like to, actually. <laughs> that could be some fun chaos. <laughs> all right. So, um, yeah, that's my bad. Just the Wookiee scene was just too... Um, just like, and like Dario, you said, a lot of this stuff was just too long. If they shortened a lot of it, it would have been, you know, less tedious. Yeah. Yeah. I saw it when it aired originally on TV, and I don't remember not liking it. But you know, I was like maybe eight. So. Right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you also got commercial breaks. What's oh that? yeah, commercial. You also got commercial breaks. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Um. I mean, for me, I I was eight when it came out. You know, being born in 1970. Man, you people are old. Oh, I know. Gosh. Um. I was this came out. I know. I was one. I was almost two. <laughs> I would have been. I would have been four. Yeah, I would have been four when this came out. All right, so that's going to do it for our bad category. So now we get to move on to the good. What, what, Ken, what did you think was really particularly good about the special? In general, the overall story of this actually was not bad. Yeah, yeah. I enjoyed the story of it. It kind of, I mean, it it made for a TV episode length, but it was an interesting story of the, the, um, lear- us learning about Life Day and waiting for Chewie to get home. It fits in with Star Wars, the storyline in general. Mm-hmm. That, like I said, the entertainment segments are weird. But it, right? if they had actually put a little, little bit more into the acting and stuff for this, 
and uh, modified the way they did the, some of that stuff, this actually would fit into Star Wars, no problem. This actually fits can- canonically right into Star Wars, other than the modern Earth entertainment stuff. Right, right. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's true. Yeah. So it's really not that far. I mean, it definitely shows its age. Yeah, definitely. But it's not that far out of the realm of what Star Wars is and was. Mm. Right. Yeah, I think it's just because they had to add in all the variety stuff that kind of... And like I said, I mean, you guys um, didn't like the variety stuff that was in there, but the way they did it didn't take me out of the Star Wars universe too far because yeah. it was entertainment pieces. It wasn't a separate thing that was put in there. Then they go back to the sword. Right. It, it wasn't that I didn't like the content. To me, it was more the production value of it and, well, and the... Yeah. And the way it looked. Yeah. That was 70s TV production. Yeah. Well, oh, yeah. yeah. If you look at the. What you do about that? All the scenes with Chewbacca and Han Solo, like the cockpit of the Millennium Falcon is like way smaller. Mm-hmm. And it just, you can tell it's like they tried. They were like, well, what can we do with 10 bucks instead of 18,000 or whatever they get? Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's, yeah. Modern. To, the problem also is we're spoiled with modern television because we have streaming now. Where they'll spend ten million dollars on one episode of TV, they'll build a giant video wall just to create a world. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Where that, back here, I guarantee you this holiday special here cost an entire maybe twenty grand to make. Yeah, that's why. Like the the every time they showed the outside of the huts and stuff, it was there were concept drawings. I think those yeah. were Macquarie paintings. I think so too. Yeah, I think I agree. With I, you. I know. I know the the exterior shots on of Kashyyyk. That's all Macquarie. Um I'm sorry that's yeah. Kashuk. <laughs> Krashik. Kashik. Krashik. So I have to say the 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 one segment that didn't fit for me is and it's the thing that I liked the most of it is my good is the animated thing. Because it's like Lumpy goes and sits down and all of a sudden he's watching a secret mission with you know Han and his yeah. you know his yeah. dad right. and, and this stuff. And I'm like, how does he what? What is what See, I thought yeah. that was just he sat down to um because he, he was playing a game on there also that he showed the Imperial guy. So I figured it was just it was kind of like what we have as a modern tablet or something where you got games, you got movies, you got cartoons. You, he was just watching a cartoon. Yeah, but the, the but point is, it makes no sense. He's just watching a cartoon Han about Han and Luke. Yeah, that's the weird part. But yeah, the, the cartoon is good. And, and, and Boba Fett. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and the best thing is, this was the world's first look at who Boba Fett is. Yeah. And it's not actually and, who and, Boba Fett is. <laughs> yeah, he's yeah, on right hand man. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, we all know Boba Fett is uh, is a man of the sand people. Yeah. <laughs> he he's that. a man of the almighty credit. Whoever pays him the most, he does it. Yeah, well, I, I think it's also interesting too how in with the cartoon, which came out based on the sketches, he's colorized, and then when we see his first live action, they go back and, and make everything white, the armor white. Mm-hmm. It's like, no, no wait, oh, it, it, it's I thought it was unique. Yeah, I wonder how much of that was just on the the anime team. You know, Remember, Lucas stamps approves everything, so we had to approve those colors. Oh, he actually approved the script originally. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No matter what he said afterwards, he actually had an up up until they started filming, he actually had approval on all of it. Yeah, well I'm sure in it, script form it's it's it might have made more sense <laughs> than what actually came out, but <laughs> Yeah, I don't think he was there for filming, but he was no, there yeah, up yeah. to the up point. I don't if you if you remember Valanche saying Lucas signed off on the script, was never around for it. Because he was busy doing something else. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he was getting, he was prepping to get Empire going. Right. And I doubt that. This, I doubt that in the script it said 10 minute scene of Wookiees growling at each other. Yeah. <laughs> 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 All right. Uh, Mike, what do you got for good? Um, the good was seeing just how well Carrie Fisher was able to sing with how high she was <laughs> with the Life Day song. You 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 guys did get the memo from Derek that we're ending this episode by singing that song, right? <laughs> All of us together. I don't recall sending that memo, but okay. <laughs> oh, it's Life Day. I think um. Was it wasn't it wasn't the deal that she that one of 
the things she wanted to appear in that was to have a song that she could yeah. sing. And then she if she was going to do a quote unquote variety show, she wanted to do a song. Right. Yeah. And then she well, B. Arthur, like I said, was the same way. She, no one, because everybody knew her from Maud. They didn't know her from from um, Broadway, which she had d- done before TV. Right. So right. she was like, "No, I want to show everybody I can sing." Also. <laughs> and then she ends up. Um, Carrie Fisher ends up being just high the whole time. And <laughs> it was the late seventies. Everybody was high. I know. <laughs> you were just high by association. Example: <laughs> disco. Yeah. yeah. They, they had to be higher than a kite to come up with disco. Yeah, really. Well, and Bruce Valanche even was saying, if you weren't high on the on set, you were one of the oddities. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, so Dario, you already did. You already mention you're good, or did you? Have yeah, but it, it's so I really kind of have two good things. All right. I really, as much as I had said earlier, how you know strange the animation was. I, and how I feel like it was kind of out of place with the whole sh- the whole show. I, I loved it because I thought the animation was great, and it's just it was so unique. But the other thing I would say is that uh, the costumes are great. Like as yes. weird as as weird as as yeah. itchy is, he's got no teeth, right? He's got that weird he's got bottom this, jaw, this weird over, underbite, overbite, whatever. This is going on. Um, I thought all the costumes are great. Yes. So. That was actually the imperial officer that was um, the officer officer that was walking around the house that was basically way too Nazi. Yeah, yeah. It's all, his his uniform was a little I don't know there was something not right there, but the rest of them yeah were pretty close pretty good. Yeah, I can't quite put my finger on it, but yeah. there was something not right. Whether it was the color, it was something. Something, yeah, there was something. Well, and they they easily could have screwed up those Wookiee costumes. Oh, yeah. without having yeah, well, they 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 almost they almost did with Nala. Almost. Giving her, giving her, she, she, it looked like that, you know, she was like the only Wookiee ever to wear makeup. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, it's got to look good for Chewbacca. Well, the best and, part. And, and have Chewbacca all slashers. <laughs> the costumes all look really good until Chewbacca finally walks in. We see, because Mayhew's wearing the movie. Yeah. Wookiee right. costume. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. They, the difference yeah. in quality on the costume. Oh, totally. Yeah. You know, it's funny, too, is later on when Chewbacca's wearing the robe, you can tell he's not wearing the costume under the robe. Nobody he's, like, was. so yeah. smaller. Right. If I remember right, right. That, they had run out of money, so they only had enough money to make the uh, masks. That's why they did the orange, the red hood, or red robes. <laughs> right. Because they couldn't afford to make the the full body costumes. Yeah, <laughs> they that, just had masks. Yeah, that makes total sense. <laughs> yeah. Like, why, is, why does Chewbacca look so much smaller? <laughs> so. Oh, he won't eat his wife's food. That's why. Yeah. <laughs> well, did you see what she was cooking? He came, uh, he came home. He was starving. <laughs> he didn't want to touch the Wookiee. I know. They had the Wookiees. <laughs> and, then Lump, and, then, and then Lumpy had a brother. Wookiee. <laughs> <laughs> he had a, a brother named the, Wookiee. The, the Wookiee Wookiees were too lumpy. Oh. <laughs> um. Oh man, I was just gonna say something. You guys made me forget it. <laughs> anyway, the design of the apartment follows the Star Wars aesthetic of no handrails anywhere. If you look the steps yes. going up to the second story, had no handrail. Yeah, I don't know why they had handrails outside, other than probably just because the painting had them. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, I think it was weird for stuff for for aesthetic. It's like the the apartment was very like seventies Earth. It was. Like, <laughs> Carpet on the floor, yeah. you know. I was genuinely surprised that a TV special, TV holiday special, would allow them to throw a, a stormtrooper off the the ledge. You had to get the Wilhelm scream in there somewhere. I know, I know. I, I, know. That. I heard um, that. I'm like, there it is. But you, you're, for, you're surprised they didn't let him do that, but you're not surprised the, about the whole Diane Carroll scene. <laughs> yeah okay yeah that's true yeah that's a good or, point. or even worse jefferson starship <laughs> yeah but see there was nothing really um overly offensive and about that it may <laughs> not have been the starship and it may have been um acid induced <laughs> <laughs> they did with the diane carol scene it's she says directly bit. up i'm your fantasy <laughs> i know yeah she does she doesn't they don't even try to hide it with innuendo and the <laughs> And there's some of the stuff she said, I kept thinking, you know, you're talking to an old Wookiee, right? <laughs> yeah, that's the other one. He's an old Wookiee, and that's his fantasy? 
Hey, <laughs> you know. <laughs> but imagine the, the elder, elder, elder Wookiees need love too. There you go. Yeah. He starts with the falls. He does, you don't see him die, so it's it's okay. Yeah, you see him go through the yeah. rail. True, but we all know. Well, we they showed how fall how far. It was. Yeah, he's he's hanging. Yeah, exactly. He's just hanging there. Like that cat <laughs> hanging there. <laughs> oh, there's so much just so much craziness in that special. Yeah. Like I said, yeah, I watched my mind when they do the, when they do the life special. when they do the life day ceremony and they start. I don't even know what they're doing. They're just walking across. <laughs> that was that was the one part that really kind of didn't fit. Was that closing scene? Yeah, that closing number. It was really weird because they're ta- all the time. Ta- um, Leia's across the galaxy at Rebel base. Luke's in the garage at the Rebel base. Han had come over on the Millennium Falcon, but then all of a sudden they're all there during the scene. Mm-hmm. And then the part where where they zoomed in on Chewie's face, and then he, you know, they showed all the clips from Star Wars and everything. But just oh, yeah. just the way Chewbacca was staring at at the camera, I was like, "Oh, this is creepy! <laughs> stop, <laughs> stop, Chewie, stop!" Yeah, everything else fit the story until you get to that point. Yep. Life Day, an interesting holiday. Yes, and they had it at Disney Park. Didn't they have it at the um, at, at the Star Wars? Uh, what do they even call that 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 park now? I can't remember the Galaxy's Edge. Galaxy's Edge. Yeah, they had they had it at Galaxy's Edge last year. Uh, we've had it for two years? Few, a couple few years, uh, like two, three years. Yeah, I don't even know how long the park's been open anymore, but I do know that they did it. Someday I, I, I want to say they started in 2021 with it. So uh, Galaxy's Edge opened in 2019. God, been open that long and I still haven't gone yet. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> well, and, you know, there was in the, fir- in the first thing. year, they the fans were wanting a, a life day celebration. And then uh, the next year was COVID, and they, and they didn't do it. So that was like two years they didn't do it. I want to say it was 2021. It's the first year they did uh, Life Day. Well, don't worry. If you go to ShopDisney.com, you too can get your own red robe. Yes. They have them on Shop Disney. Yes. Or you can get a Life Day. Just, you know, buy a red Snuggie, same thing. Or join a cult, one or the other. <laughs> yeah, really. So what what do they actually do in the parks for that Life Day celebration? Um usually it's like a lightsaber meetup They they, they have, there's merchandise available. Of course there is. It's Disney. Yeah, of course. I saw um, a YouTube video where, they, where Chewbacca was there and they all had the globes and that was basically. Yeah. It. Yeah. Yeah. There, there's not a lot. And I'm looking, it looks like quite possibly 20, 2022 was the first year. I can't Maybe. be right. It's gotta be, a, I, th- I want to say at least 2021. I agree with you. What's the first? What's the first year? Okay, uh, Disney Parks, Star Wars, Galaxy's Edge, Life Day, Light Up, Blue Orb from 2021. And I think that's all they do. I think they have a little speech. Chewbacca shows up. They all, everybody's got orbs and yeah. And, and, then, then, and then there's a lightsaber meetup in the evening. Huh. Uh, 2021, yeah, 2021 was the first year of it. So I'm not seeing anything before that. Huh. I saw that they have Hera there now. I, I know I'm drifting, but California. Oh, California. Yep. Uh, California's got Hera and um, Chopper. And Chopper. If I saw Chopper, I would lose my mind. <laughs> such an awesome droid. But there are quite a few power droids or gunk droids around the pavilion. Yeah. I have a friend of mine that went. He took, and it wasn't Derek. It was uh, Paul. When Paul Lowe went, he took a picture of the the, the gunk droid like spot and sent it to me. And I was just like, <laughs> dude, you make me so happy. There, yeah. There's there's like five or six around the pavilion. Yeah. You know what would be cool? Five or six. Is if they made them charging stations for people's phones. Yeah. That's that's what a lot of people were hoping for. That would be cool. It it didn't happen. Mm-hmm. Like the whole top of it was like one giant mag mag charger. Oh, Missed opportunity. Cool. <laughs> yeah. Although I guess that does um, um, create the possibility of many phones getting stolen. <laughs> True. Unless you just stand there and watch watch it yeah but even then if it's on top of the gong truck somebody could just sneak in and swipe it and that's why you have a stormtrooper there at all times <laughs> <laughs> yeah like i'm gonna trust a stormtrooper especially from the first order anyway so <laughs> <laughs> that's it for our good our bad and our nitpicky uh so now we'll go on to um something that can originated and that is um <laughs> I, I, 
I don't know about this one, but we'll see. Did you notice anything new on this watching that you might not have noticed before? No, not for me. The mispronunciation is the only thing I noticed. The first time I was listening to it, and I was like, what did he say? <laughs> I've known about that for oh, a while. Oh, to me, that was new. Well, there you go. That's something. Kashuk. <laughs> and Ken? I don't remember anything that I recognize I didn't see before. Yeah, I don't. Remember, this one's not all that deep. There's not a lot going on, so you pretty much notice everything. Although there was kind of something cool. Art Carney's character, um, when the Imperials, right before the Imperials come in, they're all on the hidden transmitter, talking um, talking on the hidden transmitter um, to Leia, I believe. And then uh, they leave the transmitter totally open. When the Imperials come in, if you watch in the background, because I'm thinking, like, why would they leave that open? Because I knew the, the Imperials were coming. I thought, okay, well, maybe I've forgotten the Imperials catch them with that. Mm. But no. The background, if you watch, when the Imperials come in and are talking to um to the Wookiees, Art Carney slips in the back and closes the transmitter. Oh, I it's think actually I saw that, back. yeah. So it's like, holy crap, someone actually was paying attention to continuity a little bit. That is actually pretty cool. That's amazing that as, as weird and strange and as much other stuff that fell through the cracks on this, they actually paid attention to continuity enough to realize that he had to close that still. Mm. Because later on, the one stormtrooper finds the hidden panel but doesn't find the second hidden panel. Right. And it makes that makes me wonder, was that was that in the script? Was that something they noticed during filming? Was it just maybe something our Carney noticed? Interesting. Yeah, I don't know. Yep. Oh, you know what? Um, you know, I don't know if it's something I just noticed for the first time, but I think they show a Y Wing for the first time in this, right? Well, Y Wings in Empire for there were Empire. Y Wings in the Battle. No, they were they were in they were in those uh, X Wings and Y Wings. Star Wars. Yeah. They were in the first one? Yeah, they were. Yeah. I saw that, and I was like, oh, I don't think Y-Wings were in the first one, but yeah, okay. You know you know what's funny is uh, at that scene when they're flying the Y-Wing, for some reason my thought was, ooh, why is Luke flying a Y-Wing? <laughs> because because Y-Wings are awesome. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you had to have space for C-3PO and R, which is both. I know, but it's just like it's just like that instinct. I'm like, no, no, he flies an X-Wing, <laughs> no. not a Y-Wing. <laughs> Until way farther down in Star Wars history, that's the first time you ever. That's the first and only time you see it actually a two seater Y wing. So if I remember right, the original movie they were all one seaters, and everywhere else you see yeah. them until I think what maybe the prequel stuff. It's yeah. all one seater Y wings. Yeah, the first the first two seater um, fighter type craft I remember seeing is the snow speeder. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. you had the gunner yeah. behind. Because you remember um, on the attack on the Death Star two, they show the cockpits of all the different fighters, and they're all single seaters. Yeah. Right. Well, that was three PO actually in a seat, or was he just stuffed in the back? <laughs> no, no, no. They had a second seat because when they crash, he is like upside down in the seat. Oh yeah. Oh. Uh, when they crashed, when they bounced off the <laughs> Luke crash. Aha! No. Wait a minute. Here we go. I'm on IMDb, just flipping through the continent or through the um, trivia. It says Mark Hamill's face was heavily made up as he was recovering from reconstructive surgery after the car accident. Okay. Ah, okay. So he was recovering okay. from surgery. That's why it looked, it was so much makeup and stuff on him. Ah. Like, how bad was that accident? How badly messed up did he get? I know uh, they, they severe just, enough where they, they wrote in the, the wampus scene to explain the, the scarring. Yeah. On his face. And I never actually noticed the scarring until someone said something. I'm not sure. And I noticed scarring. Probably not as a kid, but yeah. Um, and so that's a good reason why, I mean, they still kind of overdid it with the makeup, but it does not explain that hair. <laughs> yeah. That yeah. Hair well, was, that was something. <laughs> well, he was blonde. He was kind of blonde in the first movie, right? Yeah. Or am I just thinking of the toy? But, <laughs> yeah, the toy yeah. He was, but not like that blonde. <laughs> right. The, the toy, he was more bleached than he was in the film. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. But then, then um, he had like weird kind of curly thing it was just weird. some weird weird look for yeah all right uh, all right okay it says here contrary to some reports i'm still flipping through that imdb yeah kenny baker did not appear in r2d2 in any part of this show a remote control version was used ah, okay i'll okay. explain why they don't introduce him as that yeah. yeah 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 good then they didn't slate kenny that's good yeah actually i went online to figure out what he did in that because i always knew he was in it but i'm like what did what did he do in that so i know he he moved the dome Right, but he did something with his leg. Right, was his leg in the was? Did he use his, like his real leg in the middle leg or? No, uh, there were in some of the moves where he's like 
waddling back and forth while standing on the two legs. I believe Kenny had hit. Yeah. yeah, and Kenny's legs are in the legs for that. Yeah. Um, hmm. Here you go. We were mentioning this. It says, according to producer Mitzi Welch, the sequence with Diane Carroll was intended to be, quote, softcore porn that could pass the censors. <laughs> so okay. they what they were trying to do with that. Uh, okay. There's some great stuff in here. <laughs> wow. Anything, any other good tidbits? I'm flipping through as quick as I can. Uh, this was the first time James Earl Jones was credited with performing the voice of Vader. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. I didn't even realize that. Yeah, I, when they were doing when they were doing the the credits, I was like, "Oh, they say his name." Well, there I learned something new. Then I did <coughs> pick up something new this time. I guess Robert Williams. They were pushing hard to get him onto this. Oh, who? They wow. turned it down. The producer turned it down. Robin. Robin Williams. Williams. Yeah. 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 Oh boy, that would have been interesting. Yeah, he would. He would. He would have just stole the show. It would have been even better if he actually came on as Mork. Oh God! <laughs> Canonize him in Star Wars. That would be, amazing. <laughs> That'd be awesome. <laughs> oh man, that would be great. You know what? Okay, it says here the Wookiee planet is called Kazook. One of the names George Lucas considered before it became Kashyyyk. So actually, Kashyyyk hadn't been um, settled on yet. Yeah, and they spell K A Z Z O O K. Kazook. Maybe it's one of the moons of Kashyyyk. Yeah, maybe. I mean, so you can you can understand that, but it's still just very weird to hear it. Yeah. When you hear Kazook, you're like, no. Well, it says here, while most of the original cast of The New Hope um, expressed embarrassment over this, Peter Mayhew quoted as saying he actually enjoyed the experience. Yeah, I'll bet he did. Why not? It seemed like Peter Mayhew had fun with just about anything he decided to do. Yeah, he definitely seemed like that type. Yeah, anything Star Wars, he had a blast with. Which is good. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> he he, he knew where he knew where his, his bread and butter came from. Mm. Yeah, well, I want to know who came up with those dumbass names for his family. <laughs> They're actually short versions of the real names, which was um, Maladabuck, Lumpawarump, yeah. and um, Adichichuk. Now, is that is that something new, or is that intended? Uh, I don't know. Name? That's what it says here. Because I know they've they they've referred to them by those names in modern era, but. Well, Ed, Ed yeah, yeah. is doesn't he make an appearance in Revenge of the Sith? I don't know. It, I want to say there is a Ed oh, Atichik in Revenge of the Sith. You might be right. Something to look for when we see that movie. Yep. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> All right. So this family appeared again in the um, Star Wars: The Wookiee Storybook, huh. uh, which was this book um, from Random House in '79. And they made no other appearance after that, right? Dan so, Winston designed the Wookiee family. Oh, yeah. interesting. That would explain why it looks so good. Mm-hmm. Apparently, the Wookiee family didn't care that Chewbacca was imprisoned for many years of his life well, <laughs> before you know, being I saved mean, by Han. What are they supposed to do, you know? <laughs> they got their own li- lives to live, so. <laughs> Chewbacca's smart. He can get out of it somehow. <laughs> uh, uh, Don Franks was the voice of Boba Fett in the animated section. His daughter is Cree Summer, which has been in uh, multiple Star Wars animated projects and all kinds of uh, video games and uh, cartoons throughout. She's been in everything. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah, her dad was Boba Fett in this. Oh, that's awesome. That's why I'm just flipping through these quick. There's a bunch of them I'm just letting go by, but I was looking to see because IMDb usually has all in all this type of stuff they would have if that was um, because I don't see any actual credits for the circus performers in in anything yet. Mm-hmm. So Bruce Valanche is the only one I've heard that said that actually was the Cirque du Soleil performers. But that's the only place I've ever heard it was that one interview. And he was also very high at the time. So <laughs> this would have changed. This may have changed it a little bit. Originally, that Diane Carroll scene was supposed to be for Cher. <laughs> whoa, whoa. She turned it down. Whoa. <laughs> Can't imagine. Now if- well, you got to think late 70s Cher was a totally different than what we got now. Oh, she yeah, was variety yeah. show queen. True. Yeah. If it wasn't her, it was uh, Marie Osmond. Mm-hmm. Oh, they did their own version of this. Yeah. There's no could way. Could you imagine? <laughs> no way. If I could could turn back time. That's most of the really good stuff that was in here. Interesting. There's so much. It's, yeah. It's very interesting stuff. The whole the whole um, story around the special is almost more interesting than the special. 
Uh, there is well, actually a documentary coming out about that. Yes, it's December first. I believe it releases in the U.S. Either the first or the fifth. It's called a disturbance in the force. Force. Yes, it'll be on a bunch of streaming. I guess it's supposed to be on most of your streamers already. It gets released. Yeah, that'll be that will definitely be an interesting one. <laughs> I can't wait to see that one. I've heard interviews with the guys who made it. Oh yeah, because uh, it made um it was on the uh the um film festival scene this summer. From what I read, it's it's kind of a comical take on it too, not like a like a serious. You wait, know. the whole the whole concept of it. If you if you check YouTube, the trailers up there. The concept is how did this get made? <laughs> That's the whole idea of this documentary. Right. How did this? Get made? This is how. This is what they did. How did they actually get it done? I definitely when want to had, see that. When they had the scene with Jefferson Starship, all I could think of is, why didn't they get Kiss to do this? Oh, <laughs> man. They would have said, because we want it to be about us. Well, Bruce Lynch told us, if I remember right, um, the producer, I forget the guy's name, but he didn't know anything about Star Wars. But he did. What he did was variety specials. And he knew Jefferson Starship has Starship in the name. Yeah. That'll fit Star Wars. Yeah. <laughs> didn't I want to say we we had on Wookie Radio uh, someone from Disturbance in the Force possible. on the show. Did we? Yeah. I'm afraid I don't remember that. I want to say we. We've done too many of those things. I don't I remember who we had. Hmm. Interesting. I don't. I don't remember. <sighs> I know it wasn't Steve Kozak. Maybe it was Steve Kozak. Hmm. That sounds familiar. Did we have one? Interesting. I think we did. Kozak was the director, I believe. Oh. I think so. You mean you don't automatically remember every single possible no. we've had? No. Oh. Mike, you have one job. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. Yeah, and I barely do that. You need to have our job is to there and say and um pull stuff out of our butt and pretend like we know what we're talking about. Your job is actually do all the real work. Yeah, yeah. Wokey Radio one seventy. Holy Disturbance God. in the Forest with Steve Kozak. Holy moly. July 12th, 2020. Wow. No wonder why we don't remember it. It was over three years ago. Yeah. Oh, cool. Congratulations on finally getting it out. <laughs> <laughs> and then Bruce Blanch. He was last year, I think, wasn't it? Yeah. It was long Bruce Blanch was the month before. Oh, wow. Wookiee Radio 166, the Wookiee Holiday Special with Bruce Blanch. So that was back in 2020 also? That was 2020 as well. Wow. June 22nd. Really? Or June, a... Yeah, June yeah, June 22nd. Wow. 2020. It was that long ago. Yeah, and then a month later, we had uh, Steve Kozak. Wow. Because <laughs> he was going to listen to our show with Bruce to see if there was any information that came out. So I'm going to be curious now if we may appear in the – if the show appears in the in the credits – well, drop as them a, a ask as an information source, <laughs> but maybe I th- I think it may be cool to get him back on. Yeah, really. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Then I'll have to go back and listen to the interview again so I can remember what we said. Yeah, I'm sure. I mean, I'm guaranteeing he doesn't remember the interview, but yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> I guarantee I don't remember the interview. I just remember it was a fun interview. <laughs> yeah, I don't remember we had an interview with him. I remember <laughs> Bruce Lavalant. I remember Bruce Lavalant. He's a, he's hard to forget. Oh, he was a riot. Yeah, he was. <laughs> so there you go, kids. After you're done listening to this, go and listen to those two episodes of. If I remember right, I um I got him good. He because he didn't expect to hear an Ice Pirates reference on our show. That's <laughs> <laughs> yeah. true too. Ah, Ice he, Pirates. I shocked. I surprised him that I brought up Ice Pirates while he was on. <laughs> Did he work on that? Yeah, if I remember right, he was on there, wasn't he? Something. Wasn't like he? I believe so. I think whose so, head yeah. gets um is not attached to the body. He's got like a robot body. Wasn't that him? I, I don't remember. <laughs> you know which I character I talked about? I was a kid. Yeah. Yeah, I haven't seen I that. I saw that in the theaters. Really? <laughs> I, I saw it in the theaters, too. I've not seen it in years, but I have it on DVD. Uh, Bruce Valanche was winded. Yeah. In Ice Pirates. Wow. <laughs> he's the guy who has a robot body, and he's just a head. Yeah. And eventually, wow. they just pick him up and just throw him the head around. I got to watch that again one of these days. No, you don't. <laughs> yes, you do. No, yeah. that one actually stands up pretty good. Yeah. Because it, wasn't, it was all physical stuff that was done, so it actually stands up halfway decent. Yeah. I mean, you got to go into it knowing that it's not the best movie ever made. Sure. But that's what yeah. makes it so great. All right. Good stuff. I mean, good come stuff. on. Duncan Houston and Ron Perlman were in. Yes, I know, right? I just yeah. I was looking that up. Wow. Uh, Bruce Valanche was in You Don't Mess With the Zohan. <laughs> 
Uh, yeah. Yeah, he's been in everything. Yeah, he's been in a lot of stuff. Especially go back to the seventies and eighties. He was guest starring. He had at least one episode on every show ever made. <laughs> <laughs> Which is funny because he's you know primarily a writer, but. But he was a guest star on everything back when um, all the shows had major big guest stars every every episode. Yep, he used to. <laughs> he used to, I remember seeing him on uh, Hollywood Squares a few times. Yeah, he was a right. He he was a regular on there. Yep, he was a comedy writer, so he was he was great for just um, random stuff. You have no idea what he's going to say. Yeah, <laughs> but since he's a TV writer, he knew how to actually say it and get it past the censors. <laughs> yeah. Um. All right. So. Um, anything else we want to say before we sign off about the, uh, holiday special or any other Star Wars stuff? Nope. Oh, right. Hey, I want to say we called it. Listen to Wookiee Radio and we'll talk more about the Dave Filoni news. Yep. We yes. called it um, a couple of years ago that this is what should have happened. Well, it makes sense. Thank God they did it. Yeah. Now let's hope, uh, let's hope, uh, good things come out of it. I read that one blurb that Daisy Ridley is super excited about her next movie, so it doesn't and she's mean anything. Surprised by, she was surprised by it. It was not what she was expecting. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. And maybe that, that will uh, um, make some of the fans happy. And you know what you know what I mean. Well, these are well, all, all teams- I have to do is just have Daisy Ridley's character, like, wake up from a forced trance, and the other movies never happened. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think we're getting a, a retcon of the no of the prequels. Oh no, I don't the sequels. I don't see that happening. Yeah, yeah. And these kids are called um, teasers. If you listen to Wookie Radio next week, you'll get all the actual stories. Yep, <laughs> all that and more. Uh, I I do gotta say, um, put up our Christmas trees. We still gotta decorate them with the ornaments. But we found at the store called At Home the perfect tree skirt for our Star Wars tree. It almost looks like a Wookiee pelt. <laughs> oh, <my>. <laughs> <laughs> it's like how appropriate. It could be a Wookiee pelt. It could be a Bantha pelt. It, it's fake fur. That reminds me. Do you have all the Hallmark, Hallmark ornaments that interact with each other? Oh, I do. I have a the only one I have is the, the Falcon. I don't have any of the others. And I've seen that all set up and activated. It's like. I think a five minute or a ten minute yeah. interaction. It's cool. Yeah, the one with the ships is is long. The one with the characters is long. Uh, isn't there the same thing? Don't they have the same thing with? Uh, is that Harry Potter or Star Trek? Star Trek, I think, has some. Yeah, I think so. But yeah, but I think that Star Wars one is the longest one. I mean, the Star Trek one might be. But have you have you guys seen the Hallmark ornaments this year? The Star Not Wars yet. one. Yeah, the only one I'm inter- I'm really interested in Star Wars wise is R2 from Jabba's Cell Barge. Yeah, that one's they yeah. they went they kind of went heavy on the Jabba this this year. There's actually yeah. Jabba on his throne. There's Jabba's Sail Barge. Um, Mike, you talking about this guy on a um as a Hallmark ornament? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I also they have the Mandalorian's N1 fighter. I want that. That one's cool. Yeah. I saw the one that looks really cool, but there's no way cuz I don't know any tree that can hold it up. Is the um, carbon freeze chamber one? Oh, I know that's sixty-five awesome. bucks. I know that's because it's a ten-pound ornament. It's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> it's absolutely amazing, but it's expensive. Yeah, it is way too. Expensive. That's like I said. The the only one that I'm I'm really drawn to is um is the R two. I mean, Anakin looks okay. Yeah. Is he just uh, a torso? One arm, <laughs> just had it was just a shampoo, head and shoulders. <laughs> now we we did pick up at um at at home with the the with with the Hallmark ornaments that are sold outside of Hallmark, you know, like at Walmart yeah, or yeah. Target and whatnot. Yeah, uh, from Young Jedi Nubs. That's cool. Which is the, the blue teddy bear? Oh yeah, thing. <laughs> we we have we we bought him tonight. Which nice. it is a fun show, and there is a Life Day episode. Is there? No, there is. Of course, I is. almost spent a hundred bucks on that Black Series today. We went to Walmart today. They had all four Bad Batch, everybody but Crosshair. Oh, oh, wow. oh wow. In the Black Series, individual the individual Black Series figures for the other four. Huh. Well, cr- Crosshair only appears as um, the 
in his Imperial costume. He doesn't, he, he was never made in his Bad Batch costume. But the other four were all sitting there together on the peg. Oh, and you didn't pull the trigger. 25 bucks each. I didn't yeah, have an extra 100 yeah. bucks sitting in my wallet. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. This is why I collect the retro. <laughs> <laughs> I could buy them one at a time, but I can't. And Vicky told me, it's like, go ahead and get one of them now. I'm like, yeah, but I will never find the other three if I buy one. I know. And yeah. which one do you buy? Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm that way right now with the Republic Commandos. I got two of them. I'm trying to find the other two. And then, of course, they came out with the Imperial Commando that's all white. Well, you go down a rabbit hole and you start collecting troopers. Oh, I know. It'll never end. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's why I don't really collect troopers anymore. That's that's one of the reasons uh, Derek and I have agreed. That's like, you know what? I order, I buy what looks cool. I yeah. don't I don't buy troopers. I don't buy yep. certain characters. Yeah, I, 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 I got it. No, I've got a couple battle droids that I got from GameStop. They were on sale. Yeah. I want to get Dooku to go with them. Those droids look good. I mean, they're simple. Yeah. 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 But I, I, want I, get a, the, I want a Dooku to go with them. I wish the jacks that they made looked good. I, I hate the way it looks. That's why I didn't buy them. I have them, but I'm like, you could have you could have done better. The oh, head. yeah. The head's the only thing that seems off. Yeah. But they, they tried to go even more, a bit more realistic. And it's like, this still doesn't look right for what you would envision him to be realistic. Yeah. There was a whole peg with like seven or eight croissants. Put oh. out the black series. Oh, <laughs> I have the uh, comic version. I have the comic one. I need the new one. Check Walmart. They may have a bunch of it. May have to. Then um, I need to get uh, the other Chrysanthemum um, vintage collection, which is basically the the one from San Diego Comic Con, but without the special packaging. It's just the generic packaging. It's the exact same Chrysanthemum. I want that one as well. And I'm afraid, and I, I've got the San Diego Comic-Con one. I'm just afraid to crack crack the tape on, on the one that I have. Oh, don't. If you can get the exact same figure on a cheaper package. But I, I may end up going back and buying another San Diego Comic-Con one so I could crack the tape and open it up, display, and put the original box on top of. Yeah, the only ones I buy that I actually open the box is on Funko because you can always put them right back in the box. Yeah. And, yeah. um, the older style uh, Black Series packaging. Yeah. So you can always like put the, the retro guys are three and a half inches, right? They're just three and three quarter. Yeah. Three and three quarter. Like, do you put them on? Do you put them on stands, or do you have a way to? Um, I have. Do you remember the the Mellaway L shaped stands? Yeah. From back in the day. Mm-hmm. I have a set of those without the cards, and the modern retro figures fit on those. Oh, that's cool. So I I'm using those, and if I find anything similar that's retro, you just use those. Or from from the old, I, I'll use those. Yeah. If you need, I guess um, there's a whole lot of people on eBay and Etsy that actually are selling figure stands like that. Yeah, you can print them. If you have a 3D printer, yeah. you can print them. People can just 3D yeah. print ones. But uh, yeah, I, I'm I'm doing that. Like my original stuff, I don't have on stands because they stand fine on their own. But if I had a bunch and I had them on display, then I would I would want something. Yeah, I uh, I don't want. I'm not really collecting any of the newer or the the reproductions of the originals because mm-hmm. I'd rather own the originals. But I I'm after the, the characters that weren't made, uh, such as like Tarkin, uh, the Snowspeeder, Luke. Um, now I do have a couple of the prototype Chewbacca's. Where is the rainbow colors? <laughs> I never seen those. Um, out of the new Reve- uh, Return of the Jedi set, there's a Mon Mothma that was never released that they released for this, mm-hmm. and uh, I'm trying to find her loose, which I, I've seen a couple times, so I know she I know she's going to be available. Um, but I'm, I'm trying to get the ones that were never of the newer stuff. I'm I'm trying to find the ones that were never released, and. Since they have reproduced uh, Yak Face, I may get the modern Yak Face. Just <laughs> yeah, because it's we, just have, we be- have a fake one at our store. Like my the other guy that works there bought them, and I went in there the next day, and I'm looking at him. I'm like, "Oh God, please tell me you know this is fake." <laughs> He's like, "Yeah, I knew it was fake." I'm like, "Oh, thank God." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I I want to get the uh, probably the Yak Face only because the newer one will be a little bit more affordable to get. Um, other than that, I'm getting 
the uh, the Obi Wan. You know, I have all of the Obi Wan. I have technically I have all all both ways of Mandalorian, um, which Mandalorian two also covers Book of Boba Fett a little bit. Uh, I'm I gotta get the new Ahsoka series retro. Um, did they do any of the was, characters from the holiday special? They did not. There were prototypes of I know they released the Black lump, Series lumpy. holiday special Chewbacca. It's yeah. not Black Series. It's three and three quarter inch. Oh, okay. Uh, that's being sold in the parks and on Shop Disney. But there there were prototypes made of Itchy, Nala, and Lumpy. They should do a holiday special version of Luke that looks like a nightmare. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah Han. Han Botox before Botox was. <laughs> and on that note... Uh, I think that'll bring it, us to the end of this episode. Uh, we can we can say goodnight to the holiday special. Until next year. <laughs> <laughs> um, but in the meantime, thank everybody for listening. We really do appreciate it. And thank you, my Jedi Council, for joining me on this fun episode. And uh, until next time, may the Force be with you all. Good night, everybody. Good night. Yeah.